Welcome to another episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the DC suburbs call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. Boys, we are 10 days away from the first round of the NFL draft. Um, exciting time to be alive every time this year. How's everyone doing? It's an exciting time as long as your team doesn't shit the bed in the draft. True, true. This is fair. And our teams will have plenty of opportunity to do so. Dallas Cowboys at the number 10 overall pick. And Washington sitting at 19, um, plenty of opportunity to foul it up. There's one um, thing that I can hope for, Arash, is that Jerry Jones is drafting from his yacht by himself again because it worked out well. It did work out well. Dallas actually, yeah. in my opinion, had a pretty solid draft last year. Um, we're going to be doing a mock draft today. Gogo, you want to run us through our setup? Yeah. So we're using this website, NFL Mock Draft database.com i don't know what they are they're a thing uh and we're just gonna go through pick by pick we're not gonna do what we did last year when everyone gets every four picks or whatever because it was a free-for-all and i'm pretty sure that we had a kicker going in the first round so we're gonna talk about each pick pretty much um figure out what their needs are who they should go with and if that aligns with who they are gonna go with so should we just kick it off let's do it all right number first pick overall jacksonville this has to be the easiest pick this has to be the no discussion, right? It's it's Trevor Lawrence, nobody else, right? Just book it. Book all it. right, we're just, just going to book it. They, they, I mean, we all knew that it was going to – we've known for months. Didn't didn't the city of Jacksonville, like, send him a toaster for his, like, wedding anniversary or something or wedding ceremony or something? Most like, likely they did. Yeah. And the he, interesting he's, thing yeah. is whether they, in hindsight, will look back and realize they made a mistake. I also agree it's a unanimous number one pick, but – in reality, the person that may go number two could end up being the better quarterback of the group of the of the pair. Really, it could, be, it could be, but the way we said it, right? I think Jacksonville is set up for that rebuild. They've got uh, they've got Trevor Lawrence, who's supposed to be the high pick, and you've got the new coach coming in. And I think we said it's it's the best scenario for all of them, right? Coming in with a high profile quarterback. Um, I think I think you gotta you gotta take your gamble on it. You can't not take Trevor Lawrence number one. Even though I feel just like you, I've been saying I think he's higher, he's he's rated much higher than he should be, but you have to, like you have to take him. Yeah, agreed. I'm not a huge fan of Zach Wilson, but the more and more I read about him, the more and more I hear other people's takes after watching um, film on him, it sounds like he has a ceiling that may surpass Trevor Lawrence. But at this point in the game, I mean, you can't do anything but draft Trevor Lawrence if you're Jacksonville. It would be a bust not to draft Trevor Lawrence, at, like off the bat, like day one. Maybe not the, in 10 years down the road. The risk for Jacksonville to make a mistake in foregoing him is mm -hmm. too high. Like it would be career suicide. Exactly. With that, speaking of Zach Wilson, are we all in agreement that the number two pick with the New York Jets will be Zach Wilson. Is there anyone that thinks otherwise? Or forever hold your peace? I mean, they got rid of Sam Darnold. They obviously need a quarterback. This is, it's a quarterback. And we all this agree that's- Zach Wilson's team. Yeah. There, there's no question about it. It's Zach Wilson's team. All right. Any, any, anyone else disagree? I can, I can just book it. I'm just going to book it because I don't care if you disagree. Lock it in. We don't want to have any crazy theories going down from Mirage or from JK of what his heart feels like might happen. So let's lock that. Let's lock that in. All right. BYU quarterback Zach Wilson will go number two to the New York football jets. 
Huh, see what I did there. Um, all right. This is, I think, the interesting one. And I think this is going to cause some discussion because based on last week's episode, San Francisco trades up um, with the Dolphins to take the third overall pick. They are going quarterback. That we can all agree on. But which quarterback? I'll put this little piece of information out before we debate it. Uh, Vegas odds have now favored Justin Fields to be this pick. I think it will be Justin Fields here. I don't think you move this far up to take Mac Jones. You could have gotten him lower, in my opinion. I have a theory here as well that I've been throwing out for the last couple of weeks. So I think, yes, they got a handful of those couple quarterbacks that they can pick from. Um, one of my thoughts are I think they have a guy that had in mind that they could have got later in the draft, but to confirm and 100% lock in on the guy they want, I think they, uh, they go after Trey Lance. Not a bad take, right? The thought process is that if you're going to give up the amount of assets that San Francisco gave up, you're going after a guy that you hope has a huge ceiling, right? Like you're not going to give up all that, all those first round picks in future drafts for a guy maybe like Mac Jones, who could be good, but no one's thinking he's going to be amazing. Trey Lance is the only one of the remaining group where he has that huge potential. Um, so it's not but, an absurd. Uh, but he has no team. floor. In my opinion, he has no floor at the moment. Like he has the he has the lowest of floors coming in. He has the lowest of floors, right? We 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 dove into it last week, right? He hasn't played that many games. He's in the FCS. The competition's not that great. He ended a lot of games less than twenty pass attempts. So like even the games that he played the whole game, he didn't really even have that much action. Um. So yeah, it's a huge toss up. So I I, I get what you're saying, Gogo. Kind of like how we started off, right? Field seems like the guy that they should probably go with from the general media, um, what you said. But I feel like the guy that they truly want that they're going to uh, take is Trey Lance. So that's my, my opinion. JK, what do you think? I just don't see how they go for anyone other than Justin Fields. Like, I understand maybe the want for Trey Lance because he might have a higher ceiling. I don't know. There, there's absolutely no floor, like in the sense that like he can be a complete bust. Like there, like you can be an absolute like you you could be Jamarcus Russell for all I care, right? Like you don't know what you're gonna get with him, and I don't see them giving up as much as they did to go for a guy like that, and I don't see them doing that same thing for Mac Jones. Personally, for me, I'm Justin Fields. All right, we can. This is how we're gonna settle it. Let's just vote it down. Vote it here. I, I, I think it's going to be Justin Fields. I think JK is on the same boat. Um, Pete, I think you're going with Trey Lance. Rosh, what, you're, I guess you're either a tie maker or breaker, I guess, in this situation. Well, he throws out a third option. <laughs> I can understand it being Trey Lance. I don't think it will be. I don't understand it being Justin Fields. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to commit career suicide if he picks Justin Fields and he ends up being a bust in a few years. I think people think Justin Fields could be a similar rendition of Kyle Murray, but he won't be. I watched um, Justin Fields' tape. Dude, this guy labors to throw the ball more than 50 yards. Like, if you actually watch him in some of his highlights, and you got to get away from the highlights, right? That's a mistake that I think I was making. I would go to try to watch tape or film on people, but I just pull up YouTube highlights. Everyone's going to look good in their highlight videos. You got to go find the all 22 footage and actually see just everyday plays. 
And that's when you can actually see where players make mistakes and what they look like on an everyday down. Even I would look good if you watched my high school highlights. I mean, it may be like a 10 second clip, but like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And he struggles to like, he literally is trying to use his shoulder to sling a ball and that he loses the ball when he gets to 50 yards or plus. I don't think it's Justin Fields. I hope it's not Justin Fields for Kyle Shanahan's sake. I think it's Mac Jones. And so since I'm not voting for Trey Lance, it looks like Justin Fields wins the pick. All right, we're going to, I think we're going to take Justin Fields here, here just for the sake of. I really wanted to go Mac Jones too, but I'm going to stick with Justin Fields. La- last week when we were talking, I would would have been with you, but every little report now is coming out Justin Fields. That's the where I'm at. I don't, I, that's where I'm at. I'm just going to put it here and, you know, we'll just see where the chips may fall. I think it's the safest Mac pick there. Jones, Mac Jones was that hot news back then, right? Last time we spoke on this and ever since then his stock has dropped. That's why I'm. I'm convinced that I don't think he wants to commit that suicide, like you said, Arash. And I really think that he's been working on the scenes. They're going to take Trey Lance, but we'll see what happens. It could be Trey Lance because he probably has the highest ceiling. Right. But again, like I think Gogo accurately said, he also has the lowest floor. Yep. All right. With it's, the fourth. It's your gut bet on that, right? So let's, uh, let's move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four. And speaking of Trey Lance, I think Atlanta moves out of number four. I think the Falcons move out of number four. I think Broncos move up. Broncos or Patriots here are in a situation where I think they can move up to get a quarterback. The Drew Locke experiment hasn't worked. It's obvious. Um, I I don't know if it's the Broncos or it's the Pats that move up because they're the most QB needy team here. And I think the Falcons have way too many needs on defense to sit here and take a high pick. They need an edge rusher, but there's no real good edge rusher that needs to go at four in my opinion so what do you guys think i personally think that the broncos are not going to end up moving up because of every every team above them minus the lions has gotten their quarterback all right so the falcons are obviously the team that like you know they have the guy that they've had for a while i still think it's too early for them to draft a quarterback um, and they're, I, do they need an offensive tackle? Not as much as I think they need uh, a defense, uh, like a yeah. defensive guy, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that, but like I, th- this draft is offense heavy. Like it is what it is Yeah. when you're in that fourth spot. I don't think that they're, they're going to go for a defense reach for a defensive guy that they don't necessarily need. Yeah. Um, I, I personally think they go Kyle Pitts. It's weird, but I feel like they go Kyle Pitts because they go best player available to them. And like, so you they, don't think they trade out of it? Oh, they're going to make every effort to trade out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, I'm using in this scenario that they, if they stick around, they go Kyle Pitts. Okay. We can trade. I, I mean, if we want to, we don't have to. I don't think we have to go crazy with the trades either and make this, make this Madden. But I, I just feel like they're in the optimal situation where. They're gonna call the Broncos. They're gonna call the Patriots and be like, "Yo, there's two QBs left. Do you do you want to pick the one you want, or do you want to just see what comes to you?" Um, Not even that. Like teams are probably calling them. The Cowboys may be calling the Falcons because they want Kyle Pitts and they don't want to risk potentially losing him um, in any of the picks beforehand. I agree. I think if of all of all the ten picks, this is probably the one pick that could get traded the most um, most easiest. Uh, Falcons don't need a quarterback. They're in a prime position to move back. I also think they stay. I also think they take Kyle Pitts. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they move out of the spot. Pete, what do you think? 
My initial thought is similar to you guys, but something that they could also do is, like you said, they don't need a quarterback, but they could take a quarterback um, and use that to trade, right? They can, they can get more out of that. They can get a future first-round pick or maybe multiple picks on day two. Um, I think that's what they end up doing. Uh, Kyle Pitts is probably the likely move, but I'm thinking they could potentially, I don't, I mean, maybe a Trey Lance move here. I don't know if, if we're saying he doesn't go in the first three, uh, maybe a Zach Wilson move, maybe take a quarterback and then trade, trade him for multiple options to fill in some of the gaps that they, they need to fill. Um, well, they'd have to move the pick, right? To they, they won't be able to move the player right away, right? Yeah. They have to move the yeah. pick. Well, you yeah. also can't do that in the NFL. It's cap hell. Imagine yeah. signing someone and then having to trade them. You always trade the pick before you draft. Yeah. So it would have to be the pick. Um, okay. I mean, I understand. Sorry, what were you saying? Said, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously taking that into consideration, I mean, they're probably going to have to go with that best player there, which is probably Pitts, but they'll do I can see it. And trade it, right? I don't see that happening. Okay. I mean, I, let's do it. Let's do Kyle Pitts here. I, I can see it. I mean, he's supposed to be the most most athletic ball catcher in the in the league, right? Or in the in the draft. So I can see it. I can see it. And I will I will um concede the idea of that draft, uh, that trade in the draft. But all right. This goes oh man, I was really hoping Kyle Pitts would fall to the Bengals here, to be honest with you. I wanted to see Joe Burrow with 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 Kyle Pitts. But number five, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they're going Panay Sewell, right? No. I mean, they need offensive tackle help. They need I mean, they need everything. Yeah, but I mean, but after what happened to if you asked Joe Burrow right now, do you want Jamar Chase? You want uh Panay Sewell? He's gonna go, I need I want help because look at my knee right now. Look at my knee. He's gonna say, Give me that stud wide receiver, Jamar Chase. You're gonna take that, yeah. You're gonna take that freaking receiver, Jamar Chase, and then later in the round, you can try to get some help later on the offensive line. I, I, without a doubt in my mind, they go Jamar Chase. There's no way in hell they don't draft Jamar Chase right here. It's just like you said before, right? Like, this is a stud receiver that's right here. You gotta go with him. This is this is the receiver that's supposed to be. The next, like, Julio, the next A.J. Green, the next, like, you know, stud, stud. Yeah, They're not going to miss it. And he has the familiarity with uh, Joe Burrow already. Like, it, like, dude, it's a match made in heaven. All right, let's ask the um, former Cincinnati resident here. What, what well, do you think? They what definitely are not going to go tackle, right? They obviously have the Auburn tackle Williams, Jonah Williams, that they drafted le- well, two years ago, I think, at this point. He's playing left tackle. If you guys remember, a month ago, the Vikings released Riley Reef, who was their starting right tackle, and Cincinnati uh, scooped him up real quick. Only so on a one-year deal, though. It was a one-year deal. That's their answer. If it's a one-year deal, you're trying to use him this year. I think that's their answer at right tackle. They have two starting tackles already. They used the first-round pick a couple years ago on the Auburn tackle. They picked up the Vikings' former starting tackle to play right tackle. So at five, I think the question is, are they going Jamar Chase and pair him with his former quarterback, or are they going to move further down and grab someone else that they want? Um, I think Penny Sewell is the best player available, um, but they, they answer that, um, that hole right there during the offseason. All right. I, I mean, I get it. I get the Jamar they could Chase trade thing. Back. They could be another option. They, they don't need a quarterback. If some team is desperate for Trey Lance right now, who we still have available, that could be the spot to come grab them. I feel like they have too big of a need at 
receiver and at tackle. So like I'm not as much as I think it's going to be Penesul. I mean I'm okay with the Jamar trade. I I would be shocked if they're the ones that traded back. I I would I would be shocked because I mean they still got a young team. They have time. Yeah, but if you're just moving back a few spots, like if a yep. Denver Broncos wants to come up to five and grab a quarterback because they don't they don't believe in Drew Locke anymore, like five mm-hmm. to nine is not bad. You can still grab, if not Jamar Chase, a, a solid wide receiver at nine. That's fair. All right, I'm also going to put my vote in for Jamar Chase, to be honest with you, if that's where we're at. I think let's go there. I think it's the safest pick. Um, all right, y- y'all good with that? Yep. All right. Locked I mean, the in. conviction in JK's voice, I had to I had to give it to him. He was... He he would bet anything on it, without a doubt. Okay, the Dolphins here. They moved back up here to get the sixth pick. So it's not Trey Lance. This is, I guess, the way this worked out, I honestly thought either Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts was going to end up here with the little fake mocks I've done like the last couple of days. Y'all threw a, threw a, threw a wrench in my, my ideology of all of this. So what are we doing? Are we are, are they going for Devontae Smith here? Are they going to pair up the ex teammates? Are they going to get tackle help for for Tua as well with Penny Sewell? I mean, what do you guys think? Or are they going Waddle? Waddle. waddle I really, waddle. really, really think that they're going to go wide receiver, but at the same time, because they have those two draft picks, mm-hmm. I feel like they feel like one of either Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle fall. Right? Like there's yeah. there's no, as much as Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle are nice and stuff, I don't see one of them being that much better than the other. Even though Devontae Smith is like the Heisman winner, um, all that kind of stuff. I personally feel like they risk it where they trade down, uh, where they keep their second pick for that and they go with Penesu over here i tend to agree i think that i think that when they made this move to come back to six they knew they were getting at least somebody in that first tier of like like outside of quarterback position and that's i think that's penesul i think that wide receiver either wide receiver is the next tier down and they can probably find one of them there i I tend to agree with you you guys are saying penesul right yeah yeah i think they luck out just because everyone ahead of them needs a quarterback and they end up possibly getting the best player in the draft. Um, tackles are very hard to come by, especially great tackles. This guy is a stud. Um, they need a tackle too. Robert Hunt, one of their tackles, Austin Jackson, you probably have never heard these names and you shouldn't because they both are garbage. Remember all the highlights of Ryan Fitzpatrick getting mauled all last season because their offensive line is, is crud. The only uh, player of note is um, Eric Flowers, the guy who used to be a tackle, played hell of great for Washington two years ago. Um, he's playing guard, but other than that, yeah, they could use help at offensive line. I think they do go solo. Yeah. And I solely only think they do this because Penny's there still. If he's not there, they go wide receiver. If in that situation, if Penny's not there, it's either Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase, and it's an obvious whoever's left in that situation, right? Like it's gonna be one of those two. Well, no, I I, I still think that they go like an Alabama wide receiver. Like, over Jamar maybe, Chase, maybe, maybe the Florida guy, but I think, I think in this instance they're going like, "Hey, Tua, if we see you as our future, Devonte, do you want Devonte? Do you want Jalen? Like, are you talking about with their sixth pick or their later pick? With their sixth pick. Oh, no. really? Over Jamar Chase? I, no. I, I'm saying the only team that would be willing to take one of the Alabama guys over Jamar Chase is 
the Dolphins. I think that'd be wild. I think I, I, I think I, I agree that it would be wild. I, okay. I would never do it myself. You're going to ask him, and you're not going to do that. You're going to take you're going to take Penne there because he's yeah. he's the best player at that position. And Devontae Smith is not a first round pick right there, or that first pick for them, right? He's probably more likely the guy that's going to drop uh, if they're lucky. And if you have Jamar Chase, maybe you can make that. I don't think he falls there, but. I think realistically, the way our draft's going, you have to go with you know Penny. But if not, yeah. uh, Kyle Pitts is the guy that falls there uh, yeah. if, if the stars align. It's going to They're not going to take Devontae Smith there. That's just a suicide, man. You got so many better players. It's going to be so many teams that have made. Dude, they made John Ross a first round pick. Don't tell me that they're not going to make stupid moves. It's going to be. It's going to not with those two players on the board. You're not because they have. I mean, they're they're much more elite right there than. Taking Devontae Smith. It's going to be Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, or Penny Sewell. Whoever yeah, falls to them, they're going to be like. Play last year. Jamar Chase did not play last year. Devontae Smith. So what? Maybe Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell huh? didn't play last year. Penny Sewell is number one. Penny Sewell is the clear cut tackle, right? I'm saying you have a Heisman wide receiver. When's the last time a Heisman won a wide receiver? Or uh, when's the last time a wide receiver won the Heisman? I, I, I yeah, don't but the Heisman, the Heisman doesn't always translate, right? Reggie like Bush. Tim Tebow, no, Troy Smith. That it does translate. I'm just saying that he was that elite as a wide receiver last year that he was able to win the Heisman. All right, well, let's not even get into this because all four of us picked the same guy anyway. So there's plenty of other picks. It to was, do this all. It was also Desmond on. Howard, and he didn't have a great NFL career. Great right, idea. Move on, move on, move on. We all agreed. Let's move on. Well, also, right. they address receiver during the offseason. Uh, they got Will Fuller, the Houston Texans quarterback. Addressing it. Huh? That's a sec. That's a number two receiver. That's, that's a yeah. They have a number one. They got Devontae Parker. Eh. They, they drafted Lynn Bowden Jr., the, the Kentucky guy, with a third round pick last year. You're not giving up on him. You'll have your top three receivers. The, the ideal situation is getting Kyle Pitts. That's the ideal situation for them, is getting Kyle. Even I know they have Gasecki or whatever, but he's not Kyle Pitts, right? Or what's supposed to be Kyle Pitts? I'll put that out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go, Lions, and because that's going to be a discussion within itself. Because at number seven we have the Detroit Lions, so they don't have a cornerback at the moment. They don't have a wide receiver at the moment. They have a Jared Goff. They have a running back. Yes, they do. They got the Georgia running back from last year. They have they a few. They also picked up Jamal Williams from the Packers. Oh, they did. Yes. And yes, they yes. have carry on Johnson, who they used a second round pick just a few years ago. And a third round pick in Amir Abdullah from years a few years before that, before he got cut. Yeah. We can go down that list if you want. <laughs> um this, so, this could be a this could be a piece, this could be a place where they trade out. Okay. There's Who's moving a up? lot of quarterbacks still on the board, and they don't need one of them if you think they're gonna roll with Jared Goff. The, yeah, they're going. They're 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 financially locked to Jared Goff right now. They're they they don't have a choice. I I will say before we try to even entertain the trade, I think they go get Patrick Sertain. I think it's just the safest pick. Why why, why mess with a safe pick? Because they got Jeff Okuda last year. Oh, they did. I forgot. If you think Jeff Okuda is good, though, I actually no no no. I forgot good. about that. They're okay, not they going to punt on Jeff Okuda after one season. Yeah yeah. They, no, you don't need a punt. You need more than one great corner in this league. That's that's that's, that's putting a lot on your okay. You if you assume Jeff Akuda pans out, right? You assume that per, Patrick Sertan pans out, and you got your top two guys right you there. Your top two guys for how long? 
for the next four years at least. Four years. Four more and years then, left on his rookie contract. Yeah, but then you have to pay both of these guys at the exact same time. And you're going to have two number one corners paid on the same team. No okay. one's going to put that much money towards their defensive okay. corners. I'm gonna, I read this comment on, on Instagram, and you're saying the same thing. And this is how the person responded. So the best way to not pay good players is to draft bad ones then. So you don't have to pay them. Yeah, that's a problem you want to have. It's like Washington, <laughs> I mean, I right? Get I get what you're saying, but it, at the same time, it's like, Look, you have one side locked down. Look at a different position where you need it. Like, why not Micah Parsons right here? But they don't have it locked down. They have one of two cornerback slots locked down. And in reality, you play three corners quite frequently. You have one of three. You can't just say, oh, we have one good one. The other two can suck. Or we're going to roll the dice. You're going to get, you're going to lose games. Yeah. But I mean, like, look at their defense. Like, look at their safe. Like, why would they not care about their linebackers? Why they would care they not about care everything? But like, who are their lost, safeties? Who are their other corners? Two of their uh, number, two of their top three wide receivers. Why would they not go wide receiver here? So their other cornerback, who they signed during the offseason, is the former Washington corner Quinton Dunbar. They signed yeah. him for cheap, so they got him who played for Seattle last year. So maybe you're right. Maybe they they got their top two guys. But honestly, I think Patrick Sertain's the best player available right now. They should grab him. I agree with it's the best player available, but I also feel like they, I don't think the Lions are like one of those, like, Hey, we're going to always draft the best player available. I think the Lions are frankly like a dumb franchise, like how the Washington football team are. And I feel like they're just going to go with the guy that they need the most, which is a wide receiver. Okay. So you think I entertain. Okay. I I was going to bring that up. I was like, can I interest you in a uh, Jalen Waddle? I think that's, Probably the pick. I, I get that. I I, I'm with you, Arash, on the whole cornerback situation where that's the best player available. But they also just have like this money man and Jared Goff that he has no one to throw to at this moment. I I would actually go Patrick Sertain. Yo, you can create the Legion of Boom. Like you could. They're not going to. They're not going to. But they could. You know. You this is realistically. Board. This is realistically where Kyle Pitts is gonna. No, they just got t, uh their tight other tight end. So no. Never mind. It's not even going to be Kyle. He's available. This definitely wide receiver. He, he'd be gone. He'd be gone. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be Jalen Waddle. I'm going with Jalen Waddle. That was my guy. I was waiting for you guys to duke it out, but then go got to steal my thunder, and I'm like, all right. My bad. I mean, they also need O-line help. I will say that, but I don't think they, they need for That's only if, uh, what's, if the last pick drops, right, I don't, which I don't see it dropping yeah. probably that far. It could. It could potentially, and then they it, would make that, but – if Penny Sewell is there and they still go with Waddle, they're the stupidest franchise in the league. They would go with him, but we're going with our mock draft the way we have it. I think right. it's a little... So we are we we go with Jalen Waddle there. Yep, no. that's majority. I still right. say Patrick Sertan, but majority says Waddle. All right. I just want to run through for everyone listening what we got in the first seven picks. So Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. Easy. That, that's easy. All right. The New York Jets take Zach Wilson at two. Justin Fields goes three to the 49ers as they had moved up. Number four, we have the Atlanta Falcons staying pat with staying pat, staying put, sorry, staying put with Kyle Pitts from Florida. Jamar Chase going to the Bengals, reuniting with Joe Burrow. Penny Sewell going to Miami and Jalen Waddell, wide receiver from Alabama, going to the Detroit Lions. All right. Pick eight. I think I, I'm I think the Panthers are in a situation where they need a lot of help. They need a lot of help and they have too many quarterbacks that they're paying a lot of money to 
or they will be. They need what a they lot do? of help, but they're in a great position if this is how it actually plays out. If they're at eight and you still have, say again. Go ahead. I was like, they, they got to take the pick here. Patrick's are saying. No, I was going to say they're in a great position to trade back. Like everyone's going to be calling them if Trey Lance is still there at eight um, or Mac Jones, like depending on what teams like, I think they don't need a quarterback. And in fact, Panthers have too many quarterbacks. They're trying to still move Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I, I bet you if this is actually how it plays out, Panthers are going to make a haul um, for some team that desperately wants to move up to grab one of these two quarterbacks. So I think the only teams right now that are actually going to make the move for quarterback are the Patriots and or the Broncos. I think those are the only two that are really going to make that move. Even your local team is rumored to be considering moving up if the right guy is still available. I don't know if they'll move into the top 10. I agree. But they are one of the teams reported. I'm going to be biased a little bit and say I hope not. I hope they don't make that move. I I feel like this is one of those like easy swap picks where the Broncos can give up like a fourth and just go get the guy they want out of pressure from the Patriots making that move. I think the Patriots are sneaky and they play Jedi mind tricks when they're not even trying to play Jedi mind tricks. And I feel like that's what could happen here. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm going to let y'all tell me how crazy I'm being. I don't think it's that crazy. Cause one, one play, one, one, one spot trade-ups happen. It's like usually just to secure the guy. Cause now you're getting worried. Mm-hmm. I can see it happening. Makes sense. I, I don't know. I'm going to keep it simple. I think they take Patrick Sertain here. Okay. They, so, they could use help at corner. That's for sure. Yeah, they, they, have, they have AJ Abayu and Dante Jackson at corner. I'm not saying they're great, but yeah. they have those guys already. They also need a wide receiver. They they lost Curtis Samuel. They have Robbie Anderson as their number one right now. They got DJ Moore as their yeah. number two, who was a former second-round pick. Their receivers and their corners are names that we recognize. So they're mm-hmm. not nobodies, um, but each of them, each of those position groups could use an upgrade. Okay. Or some... I'm, I'm actually there. okay with Patrick Sertan. I was going to say, what about Rashawn Slater? They need offensive line help. I, I mean, they need offensive line help. That's probably their m- biggest position of need. It's not a sexy pick, but I mean, maybe it's not Rashawn Slater. Maybe it's Christian, whatever. and Or um, Vera Tucker. It's inside line, or, uh, inside line but... I can see that one too. I just the way our our draft is playing out, I would say I'd put Patrick Sertain here. Uh, I'm also going to side with Patrick. Rush, I hope think? they get Patrick Sertain because if they don't, Dallas will get him at ten. Yeah, <laughs> which um, I would love, but it's, I don't think that's realistically in our draft or their dra- in the regular draft going to happen. All right, we're going to take Patrick Sertain here at eight for the Panthers, and now I feel like this is an easy pick with Trey Lance going here, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah, Broncos will be celebrating. Lock it this in. Happens. All right, Pete. Any any uh, um, objections? Uh, no, I just wish the first nine picks couldn't happen. So when we get to ten, I can pick the best thing that I want. <laughs> All right. Well, Trey Lance will then go to the Denver Broncos. They're on their like fourth quarterback since Peyton. All right. Um, all right, Pete, take it over. The Dallas Cowboys at 10. Who, who are they taking? The Dallas Cowboys need some miracle, like how the Lakers used to pull on the lottery drafts, uh, but they're not going to get lucky to get Patrick Sustain here. I don't think he falls this far. He 
didn't fall this far in our draft, and I don't think he will in the real draft either. Um, definitely need help on the defensive end in the corner, and I think the second guy up here who's who's still pretty good is J.C. Horn, and mm-hmm. I think they take him. Um, okay. There's there's back and forth between him and Patrick Sertain, but he's not a bad guy, and I think they they pull the trigger on J.C. Horn. J.K., what do you think? I think it's either J.C. Horn or uh, Slater, to be honest. Like, their offensive line needed a lot of help this year. Uh, they had a lot of injuries on their offensive line, and I think when the when the Cowboys were, like, dominating the East, it was because their offensive line was just killing it. So I think they may try to rebuild their offensive line. So if they don't get certain, then I personally think it's Slater or maybe Horn. I think it's Horn, right? Because he's 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 that ideal like combo guy, and yeah. I, he's the, he's that complete player. And I think that's what they they want. They want that best pick they can get there, and they're going to go with him for that. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, some mocks even have JC Horn going over certain. I don't think that's possible, but. Um, yeah, like I, I, I'm not going but against the ceiling, yeah. Th- I mean, that potential is there, and that's what I think they, they got to go for at that pick. They know they need a lot of help there, and the guy he's got a lot of potential for them, and I think that's why they take them. Ross, what do you think? I think if this is the way it plays out, Dallas is pissed because this is not the options that they want to pick from. Um, at 10, you're hoping to get someone who's just like, like unanimous for all of us to know that oh they're going for this guy but look at us for the last couple minutes we're debating who they could be taking and that's an indication that none of these guys are just a clear-cut answer and this is exactly the scenario Dallas is going to hope doesn't play out I do think they go JC Horn but I think they really wanted um, Patrick Sertain um, but they need help at that corner spot other than Trayvon Diggs who I thought was a good pick last year um, they need someone on the opposite side like I said, they're going to cross their fingers, and the best case scenario is that Patrick Sertain falls. But I, I really, I don't see him falling, man. I like all these other teams before the couple teams before could scoop him up. You got lucky last year. CD Lamb fell in your lap. Trayvon Diggs yeah. fell in your lap. You never know. The, yeah, we're going to need him to get on that yacht and pull some strings again and see what happens. But you're you're exactly right. The, the guy they want and everybody knows is Patrick Sertain. But best case scenario after that because they're going to be. Picking apples, they don't know. They're going to have to take J.C. Horn there. Now, yeah. Dallas is one of the few teams reportedly, or at least, let me say, Jerry Jones, infatuated with uh, Kyle Pitts. So they may not even be at this number 10 pick. They may have already moved up to grab Kyle Pitts somewhere earlier. Um, but, yeah, if they stay, and Kyle Pitts obviously will be gone most likely, they're going corner, and it just depends on who's available. I think they'd have to move to four to get Kyle Pitts, to m- make sure they're getting Kyle Pitts. To like, um, unless the team that moved up to four is grabbing a quarterback, and then you know you got a few picks potentially. Maybe, maybe at that point, Bengals do grab Kyle Pitts. They could use the tight end. I mean, yeah. you literally look at it from four all the way down to eight, except for the Lions. Each one of those teams could use a tight end. Yep. Yeah. So you're right. Dallas would have to move up to four to grab tight end before it's too late. Yep. All right. So number ten, JC Horn. I agree. I think it's corner. Whoever's the best corner available at that moment. All right, let's re- let's recap real quick from five to ten. All right, five Bengals. They went Jamar Chase from LSU. Penesua went to the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Waddle went to Detroit. I was gonna say Pistons, Lions, Carolina Panthers select Patrick Sertain the second. The Denver Broncos get Trey Lance. They didn't have to move to do it in this in this mock. And then the Dallas Cowboys get JC Horn, son of Joe Horn. 
Um, all right. Another division rival we all hate. Um, wow. All th- three NFC team, NFC East teams in a row. Well, how, that's how bad all of them were all together. Um, all right. Number 11, New York football giants. I think they forfeit the pick. I don't know about you guys. I think they just forfeit it. They're like, we Gettleman is going to make a mistake. Why draft this guy? Let's just forfeit it. <laughs> that would be great. But uh, realistically, seeing what's on the board and what they need. Uh, I mean, you made the call a little bit earlier, but I think Rashawn Slater right here. I think it's Mika, uh, Mika Parsons here. I, I think they got lucky. I I honestly think he's a better player than Rashawn Slater and Devon, um, Devontae Smith here. Just like best player available, I would think that's him at this moment. And then they get really lucky in that situation. What do you guys I think? Agree. I agree. I think their roster is stacked. Um, we'll talk about this when the actual preseason comes on, but they are my sleeper pick to win the NFC East and to go and make a run. They had a hell of a offseason. Um, they're set at corner. They're set at safety. They're set at D-line. Linebacker on the defensive side is really the only position they really need. Um, Adoree Jackson, big free agent signing corner. If you remember last year, last offseason, James Bradbury, the Carolina corner, they got picked up in offseason. So they're set at corner. Um, they're set at receiver. They're the team that picked up the biggest receiver named Kenny Galladay. Um, they get Saquon Barkley back, obvi- arguably the best free agent acquisition since they didn't have him last year. Um, offensive tackle. So they drafted Andrew Thomas, right? Um, last year. And don't forget, they had Nate Solder who chose not to play because of COVID. So they actually have their starting tackles. Nate Solder was the um, player who played for New England Patriots for so many years. He's a bit older, but he's going to come off a fresh season where he didn't play. So I think they're set at tackle. I think they go linebacker, Micah Parsons, probably. I personally am going to mess it all up for all of us and also go at Rashawn Slater. And the reason why I'm going to go with Rashawn Slater is they got to make a call whether or not to give Daniel Jones a fourth year, uh, pick up his fifth year option. So they're going to do anything possible to determine whether or not he's their guy of the future or not. Because if he's not, they're not going to pick that up and they need to make sure that he is exactly who they thought he was when they drafted him. Um, personally, I go Rashawn Slater. You, you can't go defensive when you got to make sure your quarterback that you're realistically going to have to pay a ton of money to even though he doesn't deserve it you know it is what it is like you have to protect the guy that's it but got two starting tackles you cannot number you one start three of them well you can move one of them inside or yeah, yeah, they could. Or they could move Slater inside too. Um, so yeah, that's a good point actually. They they could use help at the guard position, but I think they have their starting tackles. Yeah, I, I mean, think if I think if you want to prolong Nate Soldier's career, you move him inside, right? If you want to keep going, you move him inside. That's what all outside of Trent Williams do is move inside, right? You get a yeah. couple more years out of your career out of that. You don't have their to be guards are ass. Um, so mm-hmm. it, yeah, if they move anybody inside, I mean, they could move Andrew Thomas. He didn't if, play if, that great last year at tackle. If, if they need inside help, I mean, Vera Tucker is still there and he's, he's pretty, he's the best in, inside. Um, offensive they lineman. basically say Rashawn Slater can play any, any, any yeah. part of the offensive line, including center. So Agreed. like he, you convince me tackle a guard, right? So I, I mean, that versatility is huge, and I, I agree with you, Jackie. I think they're, I think they got to take him. You, you've, you've convinced me. I, 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 I think I've changed my vote. 
to, to, to Rashawn Slater. I think that's what you're trying to do. And you Boy, come in for the support. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, I do, sense. man. It, it, down the hammer. <laughs> it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense. I, I think – I also think that Gettleman isn't the best GM, and the right pick here would be Minka Parsons, but he's not going to do that because he's not that good as a GM. He likes, gonna mess yeah, it up he likes those big boys. You know that. Yeah, he's going to do something wild like that. And Minka Parsons is going to be the one guy, I think, that ends up falling. And we're all going to, five years from now, wonder how he fell. I think that's what's going to happen here. All right. The la- the next NFC East team at 12, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I mean, are they going Devontae Smith here? I'm going with Devontae Smith here. I mean, they 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 need it, right? Like, they need it. Rager didn't, did not show up this, this past um, – this past year. So best I, scenario for them is that Jalen Waddle falls as far, but I don't think he will. And that's where they would try to pick him up. That's a lot of the mock drafts I've been seeing, but I, if not best case scenario is you have Devonte Smith here. And I think he'll definitely be available here for sure. Yeah, yep. I agree. I, I, agree. Yeah. I think this Waddle stretches Waddle, but the best case scenario is probably going to be uh, Devonte Smith. Yep. Uh, Rush, any, any qualms? Nope. That's it. They need a receiver. Whoever's the best one available, they're going to go with them. All right. Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Smith. Let's go to L.A. with the Chargers. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they go VR Tucker here. They need O-line help. Protect, the, protect what's his name? Um, Herbert. It's, I think it's that simple. I, 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 I agree with VR Tucker because he is the ability to go in or out. Yep, exactly. And... I'm forgetting their other tackle's name, but he's getting old. Their right tackle is getting old. Or something like that? Ryan yeah, someone Beluga. like that. Beluga, yes. And he is older. I think this is – I think you let him play inside. You can move him outside. I, I think it's a simple pick for them. They need to protect their, their assets. Their assets. Your thoughts on Christian Darisov? I think the versatility of Vera Tucker is what they want because they, they need help everywhere on online. They need to keep Herbert upright. Do you think they're going to go interior offensive lineman before they go exterior? I think they're no. okay this so, year for exterior. Elijah, Vera Tucker plays tackle, but they're saying that he's better suited for a guard in the NFL. Mm. So that's why he's listed as guard here. So he can do either or. So now don't forget, right? The Chargers' big offseason signing was Corey Lindsay, the former center for Packers for the last, like, however many years. So he's a solid interior lineman that they didn't have last year who was protecting Aaron Rodgers these past five years. He doesn't play guard, and maybe they need help at guard, um, but something to consider. They don't even have a backup left tackle at the moment. I'm looking at this on their, on their um, depth chart. Mm-hmm. It's, so th- that, I, I mean, he played left tackle at USC, and he did it pretty well. So, I mean, maybe they're just going to put him at left tackle there. There. It's either Vera Tucker or Christian over here. And I, I personally, like, I think it's Vera Tucker. I do too. Let's do it. I'm in. All right. I'm just going to go against you guys and say it's Christian Darisau, though. Got to represent right. just, just as Just to state it up for the record. All right. Elijah Vera Tucker goes to the LA Chargers. Now we're here at the Minnesota Vikings, the Purple People Eaters, um, at 14. Um, to be honest, they, I feel like they need line help and an edge rusher. And VR Tucker would have been the guy they should have selected, but he's going to be gone. So is this where Christian Derisaw goes? Yep. Yeah, I think they we see back Riley, to back. Riley Reef or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. And they need someone to replace him. 
I mean, they also need a safety, right? But that would be a huge reach to go. They're not going with safety. Dude, they're not going safety. No, they actually don't need safety. So they still have Harrison Smith, and they picked up the Dallas Cowboys free safety, Xavier Woods. Oh, yeah, they um, did. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's young. I think he's only 25 years old. They definitely need tackle. Um, we were just talking earlier how Riley Reef is gone, um, and they have a huge hole there. So I think 13 and 14, we're going to see back-to-back tackles get taken. Who are their corners? get the benefit of picking the one they want first. Who is their corners right now? Because that's the other. I, they need. I feel like they need defense. Peterson, so they got him right. But Patrick Peterson's is not the future, right? So you can. He is old. So they got a steal, or at least I thought a steal in Jeff Gladney last mm-hmm. year. But now he's got legal issues. I think this offseason something happened. I don't recall. Um, but he's got like a arrest warrant out for him. <laughs> so who knows if he'll be available to play? But by then he may. Um, but yeah, they could use. Well, it's Darso, man. You're right. Back to back. Let's, let's not make more have this. We got plenty more to go. The easy lock one, lock them in. All right. Lock in the easy ones, guys. Come on. All right. All right. All right. I, don't, I don't know if that one's that easy. I think they got a lot of holes that they need to fill. So it's going to be. I think they got holes, but the best guy on the board there, if, they, if he falls to them, you got to take him. You do not reach for a safety or anything like that. You got to take that guy right there. Best player, best position. Agreed. Exactly. Not the best school, but I agreed. Huh. All right. Um, Patriots get your degree from you. Mac Jones <laughs> is Mac Jones going. Mac here? Jones, dude. If this happens for New England, like they win, and all they have to do is sit and wait. Um, <laughs> I think Mac Jones is going number three. So this may not happen, but if it happens, dude, Bill Belichick, good for you. I mean, is this this pick is just whatever quarterback is left, right? Yep. If but, if there's a quarterback still available, Mac Jones may have even gotten taken by now if someone trades up. I just don't see any QB needy teams left. Not as the draft lays out right now, but like if you guys check your phones, you'll probably have saw an update that Miami's getting calls left and right for their number six pick. And so there are teams that want to move up. And again, we talked about this. Why who you're not going to spend these kind of assets to move up to a number six pick unless you're looking for quarterback. So we don't have Miami taking a quarterback, but imagine there's a team right there that moved in and grabbed the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know if there's a team that like is, I don't know if there's five teams that need quarterback that bad. So the over under on FanDuel on the number of quarterbacks taken in the first round is 5.5. Under. You think under? Uh, 5.5, that means five is under. Yeah. I might go over. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think 5.5 is the right line. Like, that's exactly where it is. Because you can I mean, see yeah. the first five going. It depends on, do you see a six? It's, it's Vegas. That's how they do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I see a six. I guess, we'll, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see how this turns out, right? All right, so Mac Jones going to the New England Patriots. I don't think anyone has a problem with that. I think you at least have your quarterback for the next few years in New England then. All right. The Arizona Cardinal, Cardinals have sneakily just picked up a bunch of dudes that are kind of old, but they're trying to make a run right now, right? They're trying to make a run. Who are they taking here? What do you guys think? Uh, I, I think that, you know, they still need a cornerback. Um, and I like think, Caleb, yeah, I think so too. Um, what do you guys think? Cause I mean, Patrick Peterson is gone. And I, I think that if they're in win now mode, take the, take the guy that's going to help you now. Don't take best player available. They got what Robert Alford. So Yeah. I, I think you just got to take the player that's going to help you the most at the moment. Pat Peterson is gone. So, yeah, I, I, like, I like Caleb Farley. Yeah, unless you're thinking Newsom at this point. 
Um, I don't think there's a that. I think there is a gap, but there the media makes it sound like there's not as much of a gap between the two. Nah, I gotta you gotta support the cornerbacks of Virginia Tech, man. They come out and they kill it in the league. You gotta you gotta take that potential. Let me put this on the record so I get credit if it happens. And if it doesn't happen, then forget I said this. <laughs> the, two right corners, now. the two corners from Georgia who are not getting any like notoriety, no street cred, no nothing. Those guys, I ended up just stumbling on Georgia highlights because I was looking at another player and these guys kept standing out. Um, these guys are studs. Like these guys can ball. They're not going to be anywhere close to the top three corners taken but whoever gets one of these two guys is going to actually have a steal in the draft. I think these guys are much better than Caleb Farley and Greg Newsom, who are slotted before them. So are you saying that one of those? That being said, I'm still going Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley. That's fine. He ran That's a good 40. I, I, I get what you're saying. I just think they, they, they get in for that hot pick, that name, Caleb Farley, and they pull it. Yeah, that makes sense. I think so, too. What's up, y'all? It's GoGo. That was part one of the I Call Next mock draft. We went through the first 16 picks. I need you to subscribe so you're ready for the next 16 picks. It's going to get wild. We're going to make crazy predictions, and they're all going to come true because, you know, that's what we do here at I Call Next. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode of this mock draft. <laughs>